Welcome. We are live, live to tape with another version of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. And uh, today we are talking with uh, John Rush from the uh, Reporter Newspapers. Good afternoon, John. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing, Mitch? I'm good. I'm good. Well, let's, let's dive right in. So I think folks probably have seen the Reporter Newspapers uh, all over certain parts of, of North Atlanta, but give us kind of an uh, overview. It's like, what are... What is the Reporter Newspaper Group? Uh, what do you cover? How do you cover it? A little bit of that. Yeah, so the Reporters are four community newspapers. Uh, we're based in Sandy Springs, which we cover, and we also have papers in Dunwoody, Brookhaven, and Buckhead. Uh, and we do community news, hyper-local, what's going on in your community, um, whatever that may be, city government, uh, arts and entertainment, uh, interesting folks doing interesting things, uh, and increasingly uh, crazy historic level stories too from time to time, like pandemics and protests and presidential elections. Uh, we, are, uh, we also have a couple of sister publications that people may know, Atlanta In Town, which is an arts and entertainment focused publication uh, that, as the name suggests, covers In Town, and we have Atlanta Senior Life, which covers active seniors and their lives in basically uh, the entire metro area. Okay. Yeah, we talked to Colin a couple of weeks ago with uh, Atlanta in town, so we got a little insight into that. But so obviously, uh, you know, hyper local, you know, and even with the metro wide stories, I imagine you try to put that local angle to Dunwoody and Sandy Springs and Buckhead and, and Brookhaven when you're writing the stories, if at all possible. Absolutely. That is the lens we look through, and uh, that's where we love what we love to hear stories about. If you've, uh, if it's involved someone, something, uh, anything that is in one of our communities, we're probably interested. Uh, if not, probably not. Uh, and again, it's been a funny year for this, though. You know, you've got. Uh, you know, we've got this uh, unbelievable presidential election, Republican civil war over the Georgia election results, international attention. This guy named Gabe Sterling is suddenly all over international news. He's winning fans. He's drawing enemies. The president's mad at him. And I'm like, hey, he's a Sandy Springs City Council member. Right. We all right. know and love. So, uh, so we, write about, uh, we write about it from that angle. He's he's doing a great job. I, I got to give him credit uh, for uh, for handling all this and being very outspoken and upfront about uh, what's happening and and what's hap what's not happening. That's that's pretty impressive. I I was not as familiar with him up until recently, but I have seen him a lot lately. So how did how did how long have you been with the with the papers? I've been with the papers a little over five years now. Yeah. Um, and uh, before that, I uh, got my start many years ago, back when alternative newspapers were still a thing. Uh, I got my start at one of those in Ohio. Um, I worked at and eventually was editor of a couple of community papers up in Boston for many years. And uh, it got too expensive and a little too cold <laughs> up there. Yeah. And down, uh, down to the warm... Sunbelt I came, and so far, so good. So did the job bring you here, or did you come here and then find the job? Came here and then found the job. It was yeah. uh, kind of a roll of the dice, but it's been, yeah. it is, I mean, it's an incredible media town. I don't need to yeah. tell you, you know, CNN on down. So, yeah, it worked out, uh, it worked out pretty well and, and pretty quickly. 
So you mentioned kind of the what you what you cover, and I think it's worth kind of reminding folks what you don't cover just to save everyone a little bit of time. I imagine you get a lot of very general story pitches that people think, well, you should cover this because people in your area would be interested. Sure. And the the funny thing is we will cover just about anything as long as it really is hyper-local to us. So that's the trick. Uh, we are a general interest newspaper, so it's a, it sometimes blows my mind what we end up covering. I mean, like I say, a presidential election, this guy who's suddenly international, <clears throat> well, he happens to be local. We know him. So that's a way in. Um, but yeah, in general, we're looking for, uh, for things that are, that are happening here in our communities. We get a lot of, I mean, especially from out of town, you know, Atlanta, Hey, it's something happening, right? Atlanta. And even their idea of Atlanta turns out to be, you know, Savannah. Hey, this is, something, so. is Gainesville. Gainesville is right near Brookhaven, right? Isn't it? I mean, on the map, it looks really close. So. Yeah, it's down yeah. there somewhere south of Virginia. So yeah, yeah it's all kind of all kind of the same area: Gainesville, Brookhaven, East Point. Right, that's 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 all right there. The funny thing I, when I was in one of the, one of the uh, uh, papers I worked for up in Boston, we covered a neighborhood called Jamaica Plain, and uh, which has an interesting etymology, or nobody's really sure what it means. Um, but we would get news pitches for Jamaica about once a month. So uh, I'm like, boy, if I could work out somehow a trip to the islands to do some local coverage, that would be awesome. But I never pulled it off. Yeah, yeah, we're Jamaica. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, a ticket. Yeah. So, uh, so you guys are. Let's let's talk about kind of frequency and and digital versus print. So you guys uh, mm-hmm. kind of lay, lay that out for us. So we're, uh, we have daily online news in all of our communities. That's 24-7, basically. Uh, and then we are in print with each paper monthly. And that is mailed into homes as well as uh, distributed at local stores and restaurants and so forth. Though, of course, that's become uh, a little strange and challenging in the pandemic time. Right. Uh, but, uh, but we'll be... Uh, getting back to a more normal uh, distribution that way in the new year, I'm sure. Are there, uh, uh, so, so you're able to cover kind of the, <clears throat> the uh, larger stories in, on the, in the monthly edition and then the kind of breaking stories that fall in between you can use, you can use in the digital edition. Yeah, that's, that's uh, one of the basic rhythms of what we do. Uh, yeah, in the monthly print, you kind of wrap up some of the big picture stories, tie them together, analyze them a little bit more. Right. Um, and then, you know, we, have, uh, we often have some investigative peaks or feature peaks uh, that, you know, is special for the, um, the print edition as well. Yeah. So are there, obviously the election and COVID are the, the big stories for now. Are there, are there some other stories that are kind of on the, in the back of your head that you want to get to? When when things allow, when situations allow. Well, I mean, there's a, you know, I instantly just think of all the pieces of the paper that went away for everybody, and it's heartbreaking. I mean, there's all of a sudden no art section at all. I mean, it's just bizarre. I am very much looking forward to uh, writing about how um, artists and art organizations are coming back and doing more. I'm very much looking forward to that. And there's going to be some, 
some powerful stories there, I'm sure, as well as just some fun stories. Uh, but that has been a, a just a bizarre vacuum to have in life. And of course, it's crept back a little bit virtually, but it's 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 not what it should be. And then, you know, I mean, there's parts that we're just bracing for that we know are coming. We, you know, once we're past the Senate election, it's going to be city elections in Atlanta and Sandy Springs. Uh, right. There's going to be redistricting battles uh, following the census results. So uh, there's there's some really pretty big scale stories that, that will be coming down the pike. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's becoming clear what the general assembly discussion is going to be about. Yeah. But, uh, election reform. Right. Right. Um, and don't get me started on that one. That'd be a whole nother conversation. <laughs> uh, so Talk to me about uh, so let's talk about about you a little bit, kind of the fun stuff. So, what are what are some things that folks probably maybe maybe don't know about John, and you know, kind of what's cool about John, or a, kind of a fun hobby, or things you, you know things you collect, or something kind of cool about you that uh, would be kind of kind of fun to share. Yeah, I guess I think of weird more than I think of cool. Uh, I, my main hobby again, when I still had more free time before an apocalypse happened. Uh, was uh, writing about fictional apocalypses. Uh, I write fantasy novels in oh, my okay. spare time. So I have a series called Arrow Mask that you can go find online or on Amazon. Um, and uh, yeah, ironically, it did involve an apocalypse, though it, a much more fun and less lethal one than this, uh, <laughs> involving a, uh, a uh, monster made out of living glitter that was eating up the world. So. Yeah, okay. I will. Uh, I will definitely have to. I'll think that I'll put it. One of the things that we can do here is I can add in some some video and pictures and graphics, so I can uh, if I can find. If you want to send me a, a screenshot or something of the of the, some of the covers or something, I'll I'll drop that in there too with a sure. with a link to where to go buy a copy. Right. So I'm sure people are just dying to do immediately. All their Christmas shopping is done now. All their holidays. I think they just don't realize that this is the stopping stocking stuffer that they were looking for. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So what is, so you've talked about the last book you wrote. What's the last book you've read that you want to talk about? Kind of something. something I'm so glad you asked Mitch. I have, <laughs> I have a copy of it right here. Just how it happened. It's coincidentally, it's just laying right here next to me. So uh, it's called book, the okay. Fossil Hunters. It's by Adrian Mayer. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. This book blew me away. Uh, instant, one of my instant all-time favorite books. Uh, it is about um, how people in ancient cultures, uh, Greece, Rome, China, uh, kind of what they made of fossils when they dug them up and how they interpreted them and how that influenced mythological monsters and gods and how they... Huh to rebuild them and reassemble them inside temples and so forth. And uh, aside from just being, that's just interesting to me. Um, it is really insightful about as a storyteller about how we tell ourselves stories about weird things that come along. And, uh, you know, of course today we also reassemble dinosaur bones into what we think makes some sense uh, according to our own knowledge and, you know, and it's interesting to think about how that has changed even in my lifetime. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up in, in the New York, New York City area and 
went to the Natural History Museum a lot. And um, me too. I, I remember how they assembled the bones when I was a kid. And now when you go, they're assembled very differently. I think they have a better assessment of how they stood and walked and, and acted. Uh, so there's the, the setup is, is different, and, and it's, it's interesting to kind of see that. And now right. they're putting feathers on. Uh, so it's just, it's all, right. it's right. all going right. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so favorite Atlanta restaurant? Uh, the Highlander in Midtown. Bar oh, yeah. restaurant. Yeah. Oh my God, I haven't been there in a long time. Is that still a, I guess it's not a smoky uh, joint like it used to be, huh? Nothing smoky anymore, but they got a big patio and that's how they're making it in the uh, in the pandemic. Uh, I, used to, I used to play pool at a place above the Highlander. I don't even know if it's still there. I forget what it's called now, the Independent, I think, or so. It's still got pool tables. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the, you, you come home and smell of beer and cigarette smoke. And yeah, that was, that <laughs> was, that, that was that. All right. Favorite guilty pleasure. Um, I don't feel guilty about any of my pleasures, I guess, uh, on the less advisable ones, maybe, uh, it's be, what has now become the weekly, uh, key lime cheesecake from, uh, the landmark diner down in Buckhead. Okay. Probably be there again Sunday, truth be told. I, I have been uh, tasked with uh, made the mistake of baking a cheesecake on one of my last scout campouts, and now they all now now they're like Man. we're camp we're camping this weekend, and like you're gonna make that cheesecake again, right? It's like I wasn't going to because it does take a bit of prep at home in advance, but okay, that's ambitious, and yeah, I can see that that genie is out of the bottle. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Genie's out of the cake. All right, so local getaway. Where do you some place locally where you like to go? Um, not that much of a getaway person, but I did uh, this year. I finally made it to uh, uh, Arabia Mountain for the first time, and I actually had a great time. That's a weird landscape and just intriguing and fun to hike around on. So yeah, we were we were biking there about two weeks ago. We we had never been. I've been to Panola. But I hadn't been to Arabia before, I mean, they're, and they're kind of similar in terms of the the setting to some extent. But uh, I mean, great bike pass. I mean, we yes, biked for great biking around. We, we went about ten miles in and back, and until uh, it started looking like it was going to rain, we thought we, we should turn around. Uh, all right. So, favorite non work hobby? Um, I like role playing games, Dungeons and Dragons, stuff like that. Uh, again, a little harder. Uh, in a real life apocalypse. Uh, so video gaming is getting some of those Joneses taken care of. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I've been doing Assassin's Creed. I've been uh, raiding monasteries and assassinating people in, uh, as a Viking in uh, historic England. <laughs> Good, wholesome fun. I think, I think my younger son plays, plays that one a little bit. Is that on Steam? Yep. Yeah. Okay. He's been trying to get me to learn some games and I, I have uh not had quite enough time yet, but he'll be back from, from college next week, so maybe he can school me on a couple of things. So I'm sure we shall we shall see. Yeah, I know. It's like I've, I've got I'm in the office all day anyway, and sometimes I it's like I don't want to come back down to the office to game again. Once you know, it's like, ah, it's the weird thing about this era, right? It's like right. it's, everything's blurring together. Yeah, yeah. So, is there anything about about the papers that we haven't talked about that we should mention? We talked. We talked about kind of the, generally what they're all about and frequency and 
story mm-hmm. topics and all that. Anything, anything special that we haven't talked about? Uh, we uh, have launched a new, what we hope will be an ongoing project with Maggie Lee, a reporter I'm sure you know as well. Yep. Yeah. She's a great uh, Atlanta reporter. Uh, she does data journalism, you know, kind of digging through troves of data like election <laughs> results and turning it into a map or a graph or something more comprehensible for folks. So uh, that's what we had her do uh, in our latest issue was look at the presidential um, election results here in our communities, precinct by precinct on a very granular level. Really interesting to see how blue they got up here yeah. in traditionally Republican cities. Uh, and uh, so we're still thinking up fun ideas to do something like that uh, about once a month. So she's Maggie's awesome. Yeah. She's, she's a great journalist. Uh, well, great. Um, well, we are at, we are at our time, so I appreciate it. Uh, we've been talking all about the reporter papers, and uh, this has been another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. And look for us in another week or two. I might I might take a week or so off for the holidays if I can grab a couple of days off. But but we'll be back soon with another edition of this great this fun journalist spotlight. Thank you very much, John. Thank you so much, Mitch.